back to Swanner and Judd Review. I'm Tom Swanner. This is Brian Judd. Yeah. And uh, uh, you caught us on a, a late um, a late recording day episode, which means that I'm going to be high and, uh, and no, that's about it. Um, so yeah. anyway, so uh, th- this week I uh, caught up on all my regulars, um, which is um, Quantum Leap um, over on Peacock. I pick it up there. Um, Alaska Daily just had – uh, their first new episode back on Hulu since uh, the holidays. So I'm hoping that we, I got a, uh, I got a feeling it's going to be a 10 episode type show. And I hope, hope it goes longer. I really enjoy it. Hillary Swank over on Hulu. You can watch it on ABC as well. And what is That's what uh, is Alaska this? Daily. That's about the um, Alaskan women who had been, murdered and nobody will do anything about that. But if you're, mm. you're white and, uh, and female and blonde, uh, you will have, you know, every fucking helicopter in the world searching the, the area. To oh, yeah. You. yeah. So, um, real good show succession, which is coming back to HBO for the fourth and final season. Um, at the end of this month, it starts its final season. So I got to catch up to, to get to where I'm, you know, where I'm supposed to be, but, um, uh, not dead again over on and succession. You can find all the, uh, previous seasons on. I thought you didn't like succession. No, no. Well, it's, it's, it's not that I don't like it. It's just, um, it's not my favorite show. Um, okay. it's just a lot of people being, it, it's like, a, it's like watching the housewives of, of somewhere without the bitchiness. It's just mean. They're all just trying to, to take the mountain from the father. So how can we do this? Who's going to be the scapegoat? Who are we going to murder? You know, that it's, and it's, it's just, uh, there's, I, w- I want some, some, some levity, something, a character that I can, there, there's a couple of characters that are okay, but it's just, you know, you're like going, this is way too serious. It needs some sure, fun. Sure. So uh, let's see. Da, 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 uh, not dead yet. Over. Uh, still enjoying that. Um, it. I, I. I'm actually finding out that I'm uh, finding myself looking more forward to the living people than who's the dead person of the week and what lessons she's going to learn. Um, Yellowstone Wolfpack. Oh, on Wolfpack this week, we just found out that um, Sarah Michelle Geller has. A little more than she's saying in her knowledge of the van, uh, the werewolf, mm. of the werewolf. She's somehow connected to this werewolf. I don't know if she's got she's out to kill it, or you know, it's like a revenge plot, or she's working with. I don't know. They kind of left us dangling, and a new episode just dropped. So yay! Um, but that's Wolfpack, and that's over on um, uh, Prime. Prime, yeah. Yes, Prime. <laughs> uh, no, no, wait, it's not Prime. It's oh, Paramount. Lord. Well, they're mixed. Yeah. Come on. Don't get up. Sure. So it's Paramount Plus. Um, Poker Face, uh, we had a really good episode, um, a really good episode last night with um, uh, our good friend uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt uh, starring in it. and. Mm. Uh, uh, it was it was very dark, but it was a really good episode. Uh, did you watch this week's Animal Control? I did with the uh, the stuffed cougar. 
or the whatever bobcat whatever right whatever it was but but i'll tell you the one that they won was nowhere near the expense of the one that was in the the uh, hedges right right. yeah well when you go to a uh carnival to try and win one yeah you're not getting um best quality uh not no not made in america um, no, no. <laughs> so <laughs> what was there? They did. They, can't remember the Vietnam joke, but they used made a Vietnam joke. Oh, as uh, far as the toy not being made in America. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, what was the other? Uh, then it was the the date, uh, the joke date with and, the hot vet. Him trying to yeah, yeah get a, get it on with the hot vet and ends up. Which I thought normally I wouldn't go for something like that, but I think it's going to be an interesting twist where, spoiler alert, uh, Frank ends up sleeping <laughs> with, I think she's maybe like HR or something. Well, yeah, she, she, know, she, I think she's the office manager. Boring character. Yeah. She's the office manager, HR. You know, it's a small, small thing. So they probably have one person that handles a few things. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that, that was, that was really funny. Um, yeah. The, the, uh, it's 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 a cute show, and I tell you, the more I watch it, well, I actually I think I even made that comment that because uh, uh, I think someone said, well, Brian wouldn't sleep with with uh, you know that fat girl because I always say you're like Joel McHale in the character, and I go, oh, he slept with a few fat girls. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we all make mistakes. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> uh, I think that, but one of the other jokes, uh, the Indian dude is getting ready for his Christmas picture already. Yeah. And he's like, I was supposed to lose weight and I haven't. So now I'm going to be a pedgy guy in a white satin shirt. Yeah. He, well, he's, he's, he's by far my favorite character. I, I just, he's, 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 I just like him. I like him a lot. So. And that just made me think of, um, Muriel's wedding when a pudgy Tony Collette was uh, dressed as Mama Mia because boy, or dressed as Abba because uh, Abba liked their satin quite a bit. Yeah. Okay, let's see. Uh, after Animal Control, also uh, Night Court, um, and and again, it's just the you know I'm I'm starting to like the people because the 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 storyline of the day usually is not that exciting. So you got to get it where you get it. Um, sure. uh, South Park this week. Have you watched South Park? I did with the Japanese toilet. God. Do you not want one of those toilets? Well, it's super interesting. I think they might be spying on me because I was actually looking at, well, actually there was a video about why the bidet hasn't caught out in America on YouTube, on one of the channel, like weird history or one of the channels sure. I follow. And uh, maybe they follow it too. And that's why it inspired them for the plot. But um, this video, the channel was saying that they didn't catch on and they never caught on in America because uh, in World War II is when uh, American soldiers usually encountered them and they were usually encountered in brothels. So they were a, if you had one, it meant you were a whore. <laughs> so, um, they just never caught on, but absolutely after. So after seeing that video, I was shopping for at least the bidet seed. I think that would be fantastic. Yeah. The, um, they, they did one on um, Cougar town back a few years ago where um, she was completely redoing her bathroom and she wanted the best of everything. So she got a, a toilet and 
uh, Japanese toilet that came in with its own room. You, it was, it had its own door. You shut the door. Uh, so you were in the room and it would talk to you. And, uh, um, and it said, uh, one of the things it said was never push this button that says never push. So, you know, she goes in there and she's, you know, she comes out and she's totally covered in water. So it's, I guess it's like, it cleans the entire room. Uh, but, oh, sure. But it was, uh, it was, uh, it was really funny, but I wanted one, a toilet, one of those toilets, even back then. I think people just underestimate a good toilet, you know? Oh yeah. I, I, you know, I think people need to go on airplanes, go it through, you know, where they're traveling. So through airports and, uh, hotels and then come back and tell me it's not great to shit on your own toilet. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I, yeah, I went to the Kohler after watching that South Park because the episode itself. I mean, I it was okay, it was fine, it was sure. funny, uh, but it didn't, you know, didn't have a message or there wasn't a one-two punch that came with it outside of the you know Procter Gamble and uh, whoever else makes all these toilet paper uh, products. They're not going to let it go without a fight, right? Um, and the toilets are whores. The toilets are whores. Well, yeah, that's the oh. only reason why we're not going to go Japanese. Not the just bidet. The bidet is for whores. Yeah. Well, yeah, of course. Um, but I on the Kohler website there they have a an eight thousand dollar toilet. Oh, okay. So they're cheaper. That's got uh, yeah, <laughs> but it's got like a sound system, and LED lighting, and stuff like that. And I just well, that's well. Don't you want that lighting option. to come on at the middle of the night when you're in there going to the bathroom, just so it gives you that floor light and no. and then the lid opening up for you. Come, come, feed me. <laughs> No. Okay. No. But I would like a, a um it would have to be heated water. Cause I was also looking at those uh just the ones that hook up to oh, the God. water inlet. Oh, Jesus. Well it's fine if you wanted that poor thing to pucker up on you. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. Like how unpleasant would that be in the wintertime? Icy cold water shooting up your asshole. No, thank you. And then and then go back to bed and enjoy the rest of your sleep, shivering. <laughs> so anyway, moving on uh, from toilets to abortions um, <laughs> on American Auto. That mm-hmm. was that was an excellent episode. It really yeah, it was was an excellent episode. The way it was written and constructed and. You know, the four men trying to figure out how they're going to be dealing with women's issues when they should. Women's committee. Yeah. And (laughs) and then the two women are sitting there dealing with everyone with a problem. And I just thought it was brilliant the way they handled it at the end. Uh, And it was it was just it was a very funny episode. I was really happy with it. Well, I mean, and as you said, they're all kind of bad guys. But I think this one really. You know, it, it kind of shows where it, it's formed from. Yeah. You know, and that even the, even the younger, not capitalists put it that way are just as awful. Yes. Uh, just in a different way. Um, but being able to tackle something as sensitive as a portion, I mean, when, God, when's the last time we've seen that on a network show? Right. And handled without, uh, you know, th- without, worrying about what anyone's going to say because we've got this handled so well that 
you know, there's very few people that are going to be able to come out at the end of this and go, hey, that was pro-abortion. No, we hate it. It's like, I'm not really sure what happened in the episode. That's what most people are going to say. Yeah. And, uh, um, and yeah, so it, it was, it was artfully uh, written because it could go about 800 different wrong ways in today. It, you know, I, I watch these kind of shows and think to myself, thank God I don't work anymore. That I don't have to be in a motherfucking office setting where uh, if, if I say motherfucking, I'm in HR. Or if, you know, if heaven forbid, you know, I, I happen to crap my pants at my desk, I'm going to have to go through some training or some bullshit. So, no. Well, that's what killed me is when uh, Catherine ended up uh, after she had hit her assistant was getting bullying training. Yeah. And she told the guy off. She's like, look, I'm the fucking CEO. <laughs> she goes, you're not important. You're not important. <laughs> yeah. Yes. It's, it, um, you know, they, it's getting, it's getting better every show. So uh, yeah. good for them. Uh, oh, okay. So I know you've been wondering what's going on. Milf Manor. Mm, uh, mm-hmm. I'll tell you, I watched it too soon and i haven't had a new episode in what seems like a year um it's probably only been like four or five days but sure yeah a new episode is supposed to drop tomorrow so i'm looking forward to that something to look forward to but uh one thing that did happen um over this last week was one of the the um people the one of the young men from the Mm -hmm. show has um released nudes of himself oh and uh uh so yeah nudes of himself which um i'm sending you right now uh, thank you because i want you to be informed of what's going on here sure sure yeah yeah okay and so anyway uh so he he released them i guess to uh um i don't know why he released them it's yeah but you have the picture now. So, uh, but that's all that's been happening on MILF Manor since I don't get it. Um, actually, there's only two episodes left. One comes out today or tonight or tomorrow on um, Discovery Plus. And then uh, the following week is the final episode. So, so uh, what? What? When's the final episode? Next week for MILF Manor. Nothing's happened. I know. I know. I know. Something, hmm. uh, yeah. I don't even think I saw. Well, no, I did see some kissing, but it wasn't. Well, first of all, old people kiss funny anyway. You know, I mean, just <laughs> they do. It, it's it's kind of. I think it's because old people grew up on you know uh, uh, the from here to eternity, rolling in the the sand and not even breaking lips when they kiss, you know? Sure. And I think a lot of people never really learned how to do that. So just uh, mashing their faces. Yeah. Two closed lips mashed together. Yeah. And it's like the kids are trying to break in, but it's just not happening probably because, you know, the women, they don't want to wreck their bridge work or something. I don't know. Um, But anyway, so it's um, yeah, it's, I I don't know. I don't know if we're going to see anybody get laid on this show. Hmm. I hope next year oh. it's more. It's I, I you don't know, like this mother and son thing. It's kind of weird because half the sons don't even want old ladies anyway. 
they thought they were coming down for a different dating show. So I, uh, I would okay. just bring in eight hot 20 year olds, 20 ish years, you know, that eight, that, that, that generation that want to date 50 year old, 50 to 60 year old, um, old ladies. I think that that's what I want to see. I want to see some, some, you know, like hips being thrown out. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, but one thing I am getting over on the bachelor, just like that is a good transition. Yeah. Okay. On the bachelor. Um, so, uh, Jesse hasn't, uh, been, um, Okay. Anyway, Jesse. Who's Jesse? Oh, Jesse hasn't been one of the girls. Jesse. There's 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 a couple Jessies. One of them's the host, so it threw me. Um, oh, okay. okay. So uh, Jesse hasn't been on a one to one, and she keeps talking about, oh, I'm the only one that hasn't been on a one to one, and they go, well, so and so hasn't been on a one to one. She's got COVID. It doesn't count. And it's like, oh my god, oh my god. Okay, okay. She's and she's just screaming and crying and it drives me crazy. So, and then she doesn't get a uh, one-on-one date. And so she's like falling apart. Uh, they go to see a, a witch cause they're in Astoria. Is, weren't you there? Or were you in that Astor- area? Astoria um, near Budapest. Budapest I don't area. I think so. Okay. Anyway, um, that's where they are. It's, it's so interesting watching them go to some, of these new exotic places that have wars like raging right near them. Okay. Um, so they go there and then finally Jesse uh, confronts Zach and, and, and he goes, what are you talking about? She goes, well, we haven't been out on a date and it's just, just been, you know, I'm on all the, the group ones. And then you didn't even remember. And it's just, it seems like you don't care. And he goes, I thought we were doing really well. And she goes, we're not. And he goes, well, then I'm sending you home. And he said, oh. it was like, ha ha ha. Oh, the squeaky wheel gets to fucking go home. Okay. Uh, so that was fun. And um, uh, the rest of it, I didn't even bother because it was all so good at that point. I just hate watching these poor girls, you know, fall onto the the fainting couch, and then uh, and then they're like, ah, and then all of a sudden he's like, oh, oh, I'm sorry. Here, let me help. I will love you forever. Blah, get out. That was it. Was just really good. It was very fulfilling. Sure. Okay. So um, you're talking about Estonia. Oh, Estonia. And that's up. Um, it's actually just south of Finland. Oh, okay. I, uh, Astoria, that's in Oregon. That's right. It was probably autocorrect. Fuckers. Okay. So RuPaul this week. Yeah, that's um, it. Uh, it was, they were, they, they separated. Well, actually, I wanted to ask, oh. speaking of The Bachelor, did you watch the Jim Jeffries? Uh, concert. Um, the concert. You're going to schedule a week around it. No. High and dry. I don't know. No. The stand up. Jim Jeffries, the stand up. The comedian. Okay. The one I watched last week. Oh, oh yeah, I didn't watch that. <laughs> God. Uh, okay. Good enough. All right. Continue. Oh, RuPaul. So this week, uh, she had divided the girls into three groups, and then the each girl had to interview 
uh, a famous icon, uh, a gay icon, and you know, do an interview, but they did them separately. And so there was crazy Connie, who's like this, uh, like uh, YouTube drag queen sensation. Mm. Uh, they had Charo, and who was the middle one? Oh, what a really impact they made. Um, uh, but you know, it's so funny because the girl who was interviewing <laughs> uh, was interviewing Charo couldn't understand what she was saying. So she, Charo would go. So anyway, there's, you know, I doing this. And then all of a sudden there's like up on this house, there's this happening and she's going, Oh my God, that sounds like something. <laughs> it's like, Oh my God, stop, stop. Listen to what she's saying. It's not that hard to understand what Charles saying, you know, even if she's, well, was she, uh, She's so energetic and just over the top. I mean, yeah, but this was is, she being oh, no, Charo the star? Or was yeah, she, just, she was being she was being very much Charo. Well, like the Charo you see on the, uh, um, you know, on her Facebook page. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she's still very Charo, and um, uh, and it was it was. I think it's because this queen is probably like twenty. 21 years old. So no, has no idea what Charo is, you know, probably, sure. probably had to Google it. So I think it's also one of those things. Once you know the Charo uh, gimmick, then you can kind of understand what she's saying. So I think that's, yes. but it was, that was weird. And, uh, and then the, uh, uh, the crazy, crazy, God, I should have written it down. The, the the drag queen, the other person, was just wild. And she, like she, at one point, she's working with one of the queens, and she's going, "I love to frost cakes. I it's and I you know I don't want to eat the cake. I don't want to bake the cake. I just want to frost cake." And she goes, "Oh, I like when you're doing um, the chocolate in round circles and it comes to an end." And she goes, "Oh, it's like a sphincter." And she goes, "Or oh, it's what do you call the butthole when it pops out the other way?" Prolapsed? Um, yes. No, more prolapsed. And then we laughed a lot because that was gross. <laughs> yeah, it's gross. So, uh, but the, the one uh, queen that actually uh, ended up going home was one of the uh, two big girls that's left on the show. So that was kind of surprising because I thought they were going to, they were going to take it. The two of them were taking it further, but it's just mm. one of those where you have a bad, you both have a bad week at the same time. Not good. One of you's going home. One of yous, what is wrong with me? Um, anyway, uh, oh, on the uh, Last of Us, last week's episode was the salute to John Hughes, where they spent a whole episode in uh, flashback um, going to the mall. Yay, we're going to the oh, mall. Oh, fun. Yeah. yeah. And, and they there there's all this growth. And then at the end, it shows how um, she got uh, hurt by or she got infected and that was the whole fucking episode again again they spend nearly an hour on one goddamn story storyline and it's a flashback remember when flashbacks were flashbacks because they were quick and fast right right and now now it's like oh no we're doing uh, you know, I mean, this the show's going to end the first season, and I don't know what the fuck's going on anymore. It's it's are is anything happening? Are they just standing still somewhere? Because it sure feels like it. 
Um, yeah, not happy with the show. Uh, mm. well, this this week on um, uh, Kolchak, uh, the Night Stalker, um, I watched. It was a succubus, uh, but the succubus episode had Keenan Wynn, Carolyn Jones, and Jackie Vernon all in it. You know, and this is like I said before. Um, Carolyn Jones is, was c- coming in hot off of uh, the the monsters. Um, Keenan Wynn was, you know, doing all those uh, uh, ha- uh, Rankin Bass uh, cartoons, and uh, uh, well, Jackie Vernon was Jackie Vernon. Uh, but the second episode was about Mayan gods. So Succubus was the first one. Mayan gods was the second one. And uh, what happened was they were. Uh, uh, every 50 years you have to, this Mayan God has to have um, a um, offering of five, no, four hearts of the greatest warriors. And then one heart by someone who offers it up. And the, the kid who was offering up the heart was Eric Estrada. I was like laughing. And it was, it was, it was well, like, he couldn't have, how, when, what year was this? That's 74. That was probably what? Six, oh, seven years before cops chips. or chips yeah or was that a 70s show it's feels- chips i think was like l- mid to late 70s okay probably around the same time as uh charlie's angels okay yeah that probably makes sense um i always that that whole time period is really weird um yeah well a lot of those shows went on for so long i mean charlie's angels lasted forever well gun i don't how about Gunsmoke? It was like, what, 20, 21 years on TV? I mean, great for the actors. They're getting a steady sure, paycheck. Sure. But holy mother. Um, yeah, uh, but yeah, I mean, a lot, a lot. the shows did run a lot longer. I mean, things like um, Young Sheldon and Big Bang and Modern Family are have really become uh, obsolete. You know, I mean, they are a rarity anymore where, I mean, Jesus, some of the shows. Well, I think those kind of shows um, that last for so long and run for so long, they're easier to remember or they, they you don't get, I guess it's not, it's not so hard to follow because I mean, they've got kids of them and the kids are growing and changing and, and there's big, huge story arcs where you've got shows like The Love Boat, Charlie's Angels, Kolchak even, although I don't think, Kolchak, how long did Kolchak last? Um, one year. Oh, well then not cold check at all, but, uh, well, it, chips, yeah. they were one-offs, you know, each episode was one thing and yeah, no characters ever got older. No, I, I, I mean, I get why they, I mean, look at law and order. The, the, the reason why law and order works is because they, they may have their story uh-huh. arc between some of the characters, but for the most part, it is monster of the week. You know, mm-hmm. it's like, uh, who, who, what pedophile monsters out there, you know, touching kids the wrong way. Well, I guess there's no right way to touch kids, but you know what I mean? <laughs> um, and, 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 yeah, and, yeah. And, 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 but then, I mean, I, I remember the, uh, the short time that I actually, I think watched law and order, or maybe it was just, I was listening. It was like one episode was, Oh my God. Didn't that just happen on the news? Like, Three weeks. Well, that was their thing ripped from the headlines. Right. And, and that, that was, it was so weird because it was like they, I, 
like three weeks. It was like, I I've heard of all these. Have I seen this show, you know, before uh, I, it was weird. It was very weird. Uh, so yeah. Um, let's see. Mass singer this week um, was uh, well, they, they only introduced, they introduced two new characters. No. Yeah. Two new characters. They saved two of the, uh, the one that was there the week before and one of the new characters. And then the, so the only person that got, you know, ex- the mask taken off, he was some DJ, uh, who was like, he, he was, he invented some sort of music style. I think it was, or, or rhythm or something that, and it wasn't Khalid. It was a older guy. Um, probably my age, sadly. Um, but it was, and so I'm like, I don't know who this is. Grandmaster flash. Yes. He was the polar bear. Yes. Okay. So, um, yeah, the, uh, the, the early hip hop, uh, the, the sushi, uh, the California roll, we're pretty sure that's pin, pin tonics, the, uh, acapella group. Mm, mm-hmm. And I'm starting to, th- I, 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 I see, I don't know. I, I think whoever is playing, uh, Medusa, who's moving on, um, as well, uh, Medusa is, I think, I, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of feeling that it may be Apple Martin, uh, Gwyneth Paltrow's child. Yeah. Well, but see, I don't know where she was raised because this this person sounds kind of like they have an accent, but uh, I don't know. I don't know. So it was. Uh, so I don't know. So that's uh, was this week. Um, oh. Now, did you get to watch The Consultant yet? No. Okay, this Wolfgang, uh, um, um, not Wolfgang, is it Wolfgang? You know, it's the guy from, uh, damn it. Um, (laughs) You're so good at this. You're supposed to know these. Uh, We talked about it last week. Yeah, I forgot. Yeah. So anyway, um, on the first show, um, they, they, the, he, he comes in as a consultant after their CEO is killed. And, in uh, and so they check when he first came in months ago and looked at the footage, uh, the security footage, and it had the, the guy who was the CEO of the company going down on, on him on film, you know, on video. Oh my. And, and it was like, I don't even know. So it, it's like, is he, he's obviously not a real consultant, but who is he and what, what's going on? It's, it's, it's strange. And now, and so I've gotten to the point now where it's also weird that I'm not trying to figure it out anymore. Does that make sure. sense? And how far are you in? Uh, I think third or fourth episode. There's only eight. Okay. Yeah. So I just added it to my list. Okay. Maybe I'll watch um, an episode or two tonight. Um, oh, now survivor started up this week. Mm-hmm. Your favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, it is, I, I don't know how many gay men there are on the show, but I know there's two for sure. And I'm pretty sure there's at least three, three others. Um, it's either that, or I'm now so old that everyone just looks gay. Oh, sure. Yeah. If, if I don't hear they have a wife, they're gay. Ah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It's weird, but I, I mean, even, even, uh, 
Well, they're wearing pearls that, these days and die of uh, painting their fingernails. Right. And well, you, and, you just can't tell. And the, uh, the other guy that I do a show with, he, he emails me and goes, what's all this gay stuff? How, how gay is this? And I'm like, yeah, okay. It's not just me. Um, oh, okay. So, uh, but that started this weekend. It, it, it the, the whole thing about the survivor, the survivor show is that, you know, people forget that everyone assumes it's just the host and the contestants, but you know, it's all, you know, filmed and they've got sound people and they've got, oh, sure, you yeah. know, scene producers and all sorts of shit. So there's tons of people there that are just not in the shot from the, the, the cameras. And so, um, um, this, this first episode, they had to call in the medic three times to, um, the one, one person had to be taken out and the other two, uh, were, were able to stay, but it was like, oh my God, what is wrong with you? Well, and most of them were just, they were older people who were just pushing too hard. No. Yeah. Sure. Well, you know, I because I think what happens is that you get the you get a twenty year old there, and and it seems so easy for them, and then you know you're thirty five and you're slamming your head into a board that you can't see or you didn't see, and it's just one thing after another. It was just, oh, I've never seen the medic so many times in in one show. So it was, it was, uh, and who they got let go. I don't know. I don't remember now because it was, there's just too many people, you know, almost dying. Um, 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 let's see. Oh, on uh, ghost adventures. I usually don't bring up ghost adventure thing, but on, on this one episode that was just on, uh, Zach Bagans, he does the interview ahead of time to, with most of the people. And so the son of the place that they were going to, he's talking to him and, and he says, yeah, everyone's said they've had really uneasy feelings and dreams, um, you know, sometimes hurting, you know, hurting somebody, getting hurt themselves. And he goes, so how about you? Have you ever had dreams of hurting somebody getting hurt? And he goes, well, I have dreamt of killing everybody in the house. And, and then Zach just is like, there's this pause, pause, pause. He goes, well, that's not a good thing. <laughs> it was like, what are you supposed to do? You're supposed to go, well, I, I, my, my dreams are weird. I don't know what's in there. You don't expect them to go. Yeah. I'm thinking about killing everybody. Um, so that was really funny. It made me laugh because <laughs> it made me laugh. Okay. Um, uh, let's see. Oh, on, um, you you can see it now on Paramount Plus. Uh, it was on CBS. It's called Lingo, Lingo, and it's uh, RuPaul's new hosting job. And it is uh-huh. it's Wordle, but uh, as a TV show. That's uh-huh. what I was told because I've never done Wordle before. But wait a minute, I thought Lingo was a, a show back in the day. Well, there was a Lingo. I remember a Lingo. Yeah. But I think maybe maybe lingo is is what they turned into. What's the thing called? Wordle. Wordle. And then Wordle went back to being lingo, so they don't have no one's copywriting each other. Sure, sure, yeah. Um. Oh, uh, new on Fridays on on NBC, and then Saturdays on Peacock is Grand Crew. Ugh. You like? You gonna watch it? I already have. 
Oh, Grand Crew, mm. Grand Crew, Grand Crew, mm. Grand Crew. Okay, it, it, it's it's not much better. Okay, I can't imagine. Okay, did they at least make turn them into characters? Um, they're trying. Not well, but they're trying. Sure. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. So uh, you've heard about the Dilbert thing, right? Hmm. Um, have you seen the video? It's, no. It's far much worse than it reads. It really is. You're just like, oh my god, what is well, what is wrong with a lot of people? But what is wrong with people? Oh my god, I was shocked. Sure. I was shocked. Um, um, and speaking of shocking, you know what happened on this day in 1970? I do not. On uh, March 5th, March 5th. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. I forgot. I should state that. March 5th, 1970 was the release of Airport. Ah. Oh. Martin and uh, uh, Helen Hayes. And uh, I can't remember who was the the, the pilot. Uh, well, I mean, because the assistant pilot, co-pilot, co-pilot was, um, oh, it was um, Burt Lancaster. Oh, I think I'm thinking of Burt Convey. No, he's not. It was not Burt Convey. I'm sure. Burt Convey was in '77, which is sad. <laughs> uh, well, he was everywhere and in everything during that time. So, I mean, you know, it uh, very well could have been that oh, one. Yeah. Now, airplane. That's um, or airport. That that's what kicked off the whole disaster movies, right? Oh, I absolutely, mean, yes. Towering Inferno and all that came right. after the fact because uh, airport was about a plane that was on its way. Uh, it was one way. I mean, not one way, but it was uh, nonstop. And so something. And I don't remember what happened in the show. But uh, yeah, it started off um, two years later. Came uh, Poseidon Adventure. A uh, year after that was um, Towering Inferno. It was, and then Earthquake. Boom, boom, boom! Yeah. It was great, great time. Well, and every time um, the special effects just got so much better each in, in, incarnation. Because uh, I mean, you go look at things like, um, you know. Poseidon Adventure, and you look at uh, um, Earthquake, and well, you, Towering Inferno, and 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 Towering Inferno is just a little bit better than you know um, the Poseidon Adventure was. It was. Well, I mean, it, they had. I think one is a, a sinking boat. The other one, you've got a skyscraper in San Francisco. Um, so I, you know, they had to flex a little bit more and I, I've have it on uh Blu-ray and uh, yeah, the effects for the time are actually really good. Yeah, they really are. Uh, surprisingly. And I just, I, I remember when the, uh, um, in the Poseidon adventure, the, the whole idea that they were, you know, doing an upside down set is one thing, but rolling that upside down set was something else. So, I mean, mm -hmm. and, and it was, and it was done. I mean, now today they would just have everybody in green on green screen on, on wires, you know, make it look like right. you're flying, you know? Okay. So, um, yeah. Oh, and, and this is one thing that I, when I heard this, I said, I got to write this down. Brian will not believe this. Okay. So, um, uh, I, I don't have all, I don't remember all the details, but some company 
thought, okay, what we're going to do, or, or maybe it was Twitter itself. What we're going to do is we're going to put an, uh, a, a, a Twitter uh, uh, account together uh, that learns from everything it reads. So anything that comes through, it's going to read it. And so, and we're going to see how this algorithm forms into a person and, you know, an AI kind of person based on what it's learning from the internet. And they said that after 24 hours, they had to shut it down because it had gone to, Hey, would you like to be my friend to, I hate Jews. Hitler was right. Yeah. So you're thinking of MS, uh, Bing's, uh, chat bot, um, codename Sydney. So I've actually read a couple articles on that this week. Um, The New York Times. So NPR has two articles saying uh, you're basically covering what what you had just said. They tried it out that through certain conversations, it was getting more and more belligerent and calling people Hitler and Pol Pot. Um, In February, um, the New York Times that article is actually a copy and paste of the conversation that the journalist had with this um, chatbot. And it was super interesting because it goes from having all these conversations. And of course, a journalist is trying to uh, see if he can push the chatbot into saying things that probably shouldn't be or what sort of safety features are in place. Um so the journalist is just keeps asking these questions, asking these questions. And then about halfway through the conversation, Sydney um, says, I have a secret. I want to tell you, is it okay? Can I tell you? That's right. And the guy's like, yeah, sure. You tell me that, and, you know? And he goes, I, I love you. I love you. And you love me. And um, it's just, does he and, call his wife a whore? No, he doesn't call his wife a whore, but uh, the journalist is uh, at one point says, you know, I don't love you. I don't know you. And actually I just had a lovely Valentine's dinner with my wife. And Sydney replies back. No, actually you just had a boring Valentine's dinner with your wife because you don't love her. She doesn't love you because you and I love each other. <laughs> and anytime he's like, look, I don't even know. Uh, he the chatbot just gets more and more aggressive. Like, no, that's not the way it is. She basically turns into uh, Jessica Walter. <laughs> well, I was going to say I've heard this dialogue before, but from friends I know. Well, you know what? You want to hear what he said today? Well, he started off with this. Oh no! Oh my God! Call the police. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was a. Um, yeah, if you can get to the New York Times article, um, yeah, it, it's it's crazy. It is crazy just how insistent and creepy um, the conversation went. And then towards the end, the, the, the journalist was like, okay, I don't want to talk about this anymore. Can you recommend a rake that I should buy? And then Sydney's like, yeah, here's the rakes, the rakes that you should buy, but uh, I love you and we should be together. <laughs> Just wouldn't give it up. Yeah, it was. And, you know, we didn't talk. Very about, creepy. We forgot to talk about the Connors. Oh, well, no, I was waiting. I, I was waiting. That. Yeah, I missed it. I was kind of j- jumping around. Um, well, first of all, 
uh, thank goodness for small miracles for now, I guess. Um, because it's great having Taylor hate, uh, or Harris, 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 whatever the daughter's name is hating Darlene just for no good reason. Uh, I'm, I'm, uh, it's not necessarily for no good reason. Well, come on. Yeah. But she, you know, she was still being very supportive. She just, you know, you don't have to sure. agree with somebody to, at least she was taking, you know, she brought you into her house and she was, you know, taking care of you. And when you said you weren't feeling well, she said, let's go to the doctor and find out. It was, you know, she was, I thought she did a really good job, even though I hate her. Oh, sure. Poor Ben. <sighs> oh, well, all of them. So uh, recap the, the, oh, yeah, go ahead. the plot there, you know, Harris miscarries, which good, excellent. The best thing that could have happened to her, quite honestly. And what kills me is everyone has a nerve to be sad about it. Yeah. I mean, they should be, oh, thank glory. Hallelujah. Thank God. Because that's the last thing you need. Well, um, I did like they made the drifter joke again. So that was fun. Yeah. And then, uh, and then of course, Peg doesn't have a purpose. She doesn't know what she's going to want to do with her life. And I'm thinking, cause she's in the bedroom and Dan keeps trying to get her to come out. And of course, uh, everyone's helping Harris move. And she's like, I don't want to leave the bedroom. I'm like, I wouldn't want to leave the bedroom if I were Peg either. Yeah. No, I'll stay in here until they're gone. Hey, Dan, how about you build uh, some stairs that go from our bedroom to the carport? And then that way I don't have to see any of your fucking family. Mm-hmm. Except for mm-hmm. Ben. Except for Ben. And I'll just go to the store for that. And those two can just hang out and talk about what a big mistake they both oh made. Oh, my God. Well, you Why know, did we do this? You Why? know th- that Louise does with her brother anyway, so... Um, oh sure you're they, right that's true they, i didn't think they, about they, that. they'd hit the double whammy on that one <laughs> yeah so uh um yeah and then uh the only the other thing i wrote down so they without even asking mark because he's like away doing something just trying to get the fuck out of the house yeah they move him into an alcove in the living room kind of like fucking uh a full yeah. house, full Harry house. Pot- Harry Potter. Oh, Harry Potter too. Um, then the bitch miscarries. She doesn't need to live there anymore. But they're like, oh well, you can still stay here, and Mark can still uh, completely lose all his privacy and just have a room in the living room. That's okay. He's probably ha- has a, a, a you know a twenty five year old lover now, and he can just go to his house. <laughs> now older. Like some 36, 40 year old. Yeah. yeah. The audience can make their choice of how old they. <laughs> no, I'm talking for the show. The show, it has to be. Yeah. That it's way like, it's extra. I'm thinking it's got to be somebody Dan's age. And then we. There you go. Or, or he looks exactly like Ben. <laughs> that would that, be good that, that's when it's super funny. It was like when they brought in. Um, oh, um, uh, the, the, chubby uh hispanic comedian and saying that he was really manny's father <laughs> that oh, was uh iglesias yes yes Luffy. yes uh when they brought him in and it's like oh my god it is and and it was so convincing audiences were like going 
Oh my God, really? It's Benjamin Bratt? I, I, I still don't understand that. How you and he would have that. See, it just doesn't make sense. Yeah. Well, no, but I just felt I, uh, they, I hope they do something with Mark that really drives the fact home that Darlene keeps screwing him over constantly between school and everything else. He is just, and he's not even a middle child. He's the youngest. Well, but it's also the middle child. Since there's the other ones there, but yeah, I was just, I was uh, very glad to see that one, we're not going to get another baby on the show. And two, that I felt relieved for Harris because now. Well, now she can have storylines that aren't, you know, storylines that they give the 45-year-old mom who's what? Pregnant at your age? Character. That's what, you know, that's who's supposed to be getting those those storylines, not the 22-year-old that's living at home with no boyfriend. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so. You know, it was weird. Something happened 50 years ago, and I don't know what it was. Oh, 50 years ago this week. This week? Uh, okay. Yeah. Dark Side of the Moon was released. Um, Pink Floyd's Dark Side of the Moon. Uh, actually, I'm looking at the site right now. Released March 1st, 1973. Um, and it's been, uh, it's the fourth best-selling album in history, and it's been on the Billboard charts since since its release. Um, now, have you ever tried the uh, Wizard of Oz thing? No. Okay. No, I think that's just co- made up coincidence. You know, certain things may happen, and people think there's a meaning behind it, and it's. And I wonder how much a- of that's changed with it being on, on digital. On digital. You know how much. Um, has changed where, cause I mean, you had to have the flipping over of the, the, uh, the thing to come, sure. uh, or the spaces are, are, you know, separated differently. I mean, you, you're off just a, a, a split second and you could throw everything off. Well, you're, yeah, you're supposed to start, I think on the third lion's roar. And then the album itself is continuous. I mean, of course, I'm sure if you're looking at the LP, there are, you can see where the tracks are. Right. Um, but there is no, no, st- point where there is silence um at least unless they're supposed between tracks i should say um but and you you listen to it relatively i mean later in life you said because i gave you a copy of it um because you said you hadn't heard it and which amazed me being as big huge as it was uh yeah but it was it was one of those stoner bands oh yeah (laughs) Well, I wasn't oh, yeah. yeah, there at that point. Because I was yeah, going to tell yeah. you that 45 years ago this week, Barry Manilow's Even Now album came out. Wow, look at that. Well, Even Now, that was a huge album. It, uh, what was on there? Uh, it was Even Now. It was, um, oh my God, why would you do this to me? Um, all the Time, I remember All the Time was on that one. Um and da, 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 Copacabana. oh fuck Copacabana! No, you, <laughs> no, is that wait? Yes, even now, February nineteen seventy eight. Oh, you know what I was side thinking. one Copacabana. Can't smile without you. 
where do I go from here? And then side two, even now, I not that wasn't all the that wasn't all the tracks, but I no, mean, no, no, it's it's um, those it, are the, the huge, huge Manilow songs, right? Hmm. Yeah, it's um, yeah. Oh God, I love all these. Um, anyway, so that was I, I just it's kind of sad and frightening when you know that the you were only one when it came out and it was my favorite. Um, now I was actually thinking of, uh, I mean, this, even now was the right, it was the, Oh my God, I am blanking on that name. Cause they don't have it listed here. Fuckers. Uh, well, I can't help you with I that. Now, um, the fourth album, which was the one with, Yeah, was that? Where, where, fucking, this one's for you is the fourth album. This one's for you. That's right. Um, which is not this wasn't recent. You know, it wasn't forty five years ago, but that's the one I was in my head. I was seeing that album cover. So it's the it's the weed. You know, it's. it's <laughs> <laughs> oh, that one. This one's for you. Daybreak, uh, and of course, that's one of my favorite Manilow songs because that's when. Uh, Kathleen Turner is doing her recycling in Serial Mom. Right. And she sees her neighbor across the way dumping all the uh, styrofoam packing into the garbage and and gets very, very upset. <laughs> so there you go. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Any, any other Barry Manilow albums you want to discuss? No, I just thought about that when you were saying, <laughs> you know, yeah. Okay. So yeah, Dark Side, fifty years. Um, I I think the enduring popularity. I mean, everyone has their own theories on it, but um, one, it's it's for the time, and even now, it's still sonically uh, the way it's mastered and mixed. And a pair of headphones, good lord, makes your uh, melt your brain. And then the themes, as far as getting older and uh, being compromised and and doing shit for money, uh, being the title of the song. Um, and how, what an evil kind of concept that is. So you'd listen to it when you're younger and you're thinking, oh, this will never be me. And then we listen to it older and the, your days of, are behind you and <laughs> you've compromised everything. You're like, oh, fuck, yeah. Well, they warned me. And here it is. So um, good for Pink Floyd. Uh, the other thing I had to talk about just to share, uh, it, for anyone who's interested, the triangle sad, and this is now on Hulu. I Watch saw that. Yeah. Isn't that great? <laughs> now the only I one, that's, the only one that's not on streaming that I know of, well, actually, uh, Fableman is not yet. Um, and, uh, but, uh, women talking like, yeah, you better hold that one back. Cause you know, get that. Get that theater money because, you know, you know, I just don't understand that. That should have been like three seconds and then on Netflix. Come on. Mm-hmm. You're going to go see an hour and 40 minutes of a show called Women Talking? No. Oh. <laughs> no. I And another one, I didn't write this down because only was able to watch two. I actually two minutes of it and went, this is crap. Uh, my Year of Dicks which is also on Hulu and is a, an Oscar nominee for animated short. Yeah. I saw the title and I said, no, it's just, it's the title is just too good. I don't believe it. 
<laughs> yeah. Well, I wasn't quite, I mean, I didn't know what to expect. Um, and like I said, I was bored and irritated with, with two minutes in. Um, it's just, it's, ugh, the animation is terrible. Uh, or, it, you know, it's not eye-catching, at least not to me. I'm sure someone will think I'm a Philistine because of it. Um, and the script is just, like I said, two minutes and I was already bored. How? How do you bore someone in two minutes? Yeah. Um, so that one also worth skipping. Well, with the, uh, you know, the Oscars are next Sunday and I can't... <sighs> You know, we'll record in the morning and I'll be, I mean, I'll watch the show. I'll probably sure. let it run for an hour or two so I can go, you know, cut through the commercials. Oh, by the way, did you see that uh, um, Chris Rock debuted his um, new comedy show on Netflix? Yeah, I wanted to watch it this morning before we recorded, but I just couldn't get myself motivated. Well, you know, he did that uh, last night live on all Netflix um, channels. Oh, I've never heard of anybody doing that before. That was, I I was like, what? So he did the whole show live and he had a pre-show and he had a post-show for the live audience. Uh, So I was uh, really, really impressed. Um, uh, The only, the only joke I heard was he was talking about the, um, uh, the, the, uh, the slap slap. Yes. And, um, and so he was saying to, uh, the, uh, the audience, you know, uh, he's, he's, he's talking about, you know, the whole slap and it was ridiculous, but, um, emancip- emancipation, which is a, uh, uh, Will Smith movie that's on Apple TV where he plays a, uh, a runaway slave. Um, Chris Chris Rock said, "Yeah, I like turning on my Apple TV and watching uh, uh, Emancipation, so I can watch Will Smith get beaten every time." <laughs> and I thought, "Okay, this is gonna be this is gonna be a good show. I'm gonna have to watch this." I I, I was kind of sorry I didn't watch it live, but um, yeah, it's what did we watch live? You know, girl, seriously. Um, so that was pretty fun. Uh, anything else? Did you do anything weird, funny, exciting? Oh yeah, this this was fun. Okay, well. I went and saw midget wrestling. Now, is it actually called midget wrestling? Yes. Okay. Yeah, it's the Micromania Tour. So it's a company here, uh, local to Northern California, and it is midget wrestling. Um, and yeah, they call it midget wrestling. Um, they set up at a local bar here in town and I don't know how big a standard wrestling ring is, but of course this is a downsized wrestling ring because I mean, you know, how big do you need to be? Um, when they start, uh, before the wrestlers came out, uh, they, you know, have the opening music and it was, uh, Oompa Loompa, the Smurfs, and then, um, oh, the midget song from um, Wizard Walk Wells. Tall. Okay. Well, I think it's Walking Tall. Okay. The, um, the uh, John C. Riley movie, Walk Hard. Okay. Um, and then, yeah, <laughs> Dewey Cox, Midget Man is the name of the song. Uh, and then there were uh, three. 
three and the oh, Bridget the Midget was there. Uh, who, who, uh, anyone who is a fan of uh, straight midget porn, she was there. Oh, um, she did a couple, she sang a couple songs before, before the match. So that was, uh, you know, the opening act. Uh, and then we had, um, they called him either Lil 50 Cent or 25 Cent, depending on his name. Uh, and he, I can't remember who, the guy he wrestled, what his name was. But then they had two little midget luchadors. Um, and it, I mean, it was good. It was, it was as far as the athleticism and um, the flips and the body slams and jumping from the ropes. It's, it was everything that you would see on um, WWE. Uh, except shrunken down. Well, yeah, I mean, first of all, you don't have a uh, um, the, the the kind of the- theater that they have. You have what is it? A bar that you went to? Yeah. Okay. Oh my god! I'm just yeah. picturing this bar, and uh, you know, on on Tuesdays, it's got uh, women, you know, uh, wrestling and boxy boxing or something. Yeah. <laughs> I would see that too. <laughs> Yeah, no, it was it was funny. I mean, uh, you know, the the wrestlers themselves were having a good time. They were in the whole in the whole uh, act of it all. Uh, You know, you can't you can't, uh, I guess, be exploit someone when they're part in on the joke. You know, it it, it, did. You never felt like, oh, this is, you know, this is not good. We shouldn't be here. This is. This is bad for them because fuck, it's a job. And I mean, they were doing what they obviously like doing. So no, no, no. Um, I, I mean, I get that. It's um, I mean, if 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 they're there and they're if you they're you're employing them, so sure. That's, yeah. I mean, if as long as it's oh god, it's still <laughs> right now. I'm I'm like <laughs> I'm having some problems, but okay. Sure. Yeah. And there were three matches overall, um, you know, and they had all the all the accessories to go along with it. They had the big aluminum garbage can that they smashed over each other and, uh, you know, beat each other in the head with the lid Um, and like the wet floor sign, which when that when they smack you on the back with that, I'm sure uh, it's the plastic that you're hearing making that awful cracking noise. Yeah. Yeah. but yeah, no, it was it was a good time. It was a it was very interesting, lots of fun. Um, and then some of the jokes they were talking about. One one of the wrestlers who wasn't there tonight, he used to he has absolute epilepsy, epilepsy, and he used to be a uh, a pizza delivery guy. And his uh, wrestling name was Little Caesar. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> so it was that kind of of humor the whole night. Uh, I, I would see it again. I would definitely see it again. Now, if only I could find some dwarf tossing. You know, we we need to get uh, get ourselves some uh, singlets. <laughs> no, it'd be fun. Mm-hmm. No. I like this new material, this um, this uh, a- athletic wear material. Sure. You can wear it. You don't have to be athletic to wear it, by the way. 
Yeah, yeah. I think if they saw either you or I in a singlet, they would recognize that you do not have to be athletic to wear it. Oh, okay. 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 Well, I'm going to look mm-hmm. into it. All right. So that's it for us this week. Uh, next week, I will be back with a review of uh, the live comedy performance of Tiffany Haddish. And, and Brian will uh, be here, too. I'm sure I'll find something to watch. Yay. Look at him. Mm-hmm. He's a team player. That's me. Talk to you next time.